Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. everybody and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright and look, it's Nikki Kinzer. Well, hello. Look at hello. you. Look at you, Pete Wright. <laughs> look at you, Nikki Kinzer. I am, um, uh, it's a happy day. Happy day. It's lovely. And uh, I'm wearing my Buckaroo Bonsai shirt. Nice. Uh Nice. Love the Buckaroo Bonsai shirt. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking about uh, accountability today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, it, it's good, and it's something we've talked about a lot, uh, just the whole idea of accountability partnership and mm-hmm. what does it mean? We get, You know, you hear us talk about this all the time, this subject, like how great it is to have, have an accountability partner, and yet we still, from time to time, get questions about uh, that, that go something like this. Yeah, I hear it's important, but what does it really look like when it's working? Mm-hmm. Well, and, we're going to take yeah, care of that Right, today. yeah. There's a lot yeah. of questions around it for sure. Yes. And so we're going to talk about that today. Before we get started, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. You can get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list. And we will send you an email each time a new episode is released. Connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. And if this show has ever touched you or helped you make a change in your life for the better as a result of listening to something that we've talked about, uh, helping you with your ADHD, head over to patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. You can throw us a couple of bucks a month and we will uh, we will thrive as a result of it, frankly. Uh, the P- Patreon is listener-supported podcasting. Your contributions help us do this every week, help us invest increasingly uh, 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 significant amounts of time to the show and to uh, the resources that we're putting together to help the show. And uh, and you get access to good stuff like the uh, Discord channel with all of our member uh, members-only channels. You get access to the show as a live stream on YouTube and maybe even in Discord one day. Uh, so you get access to all kinds of fun stuff and we really, really appreciate it. Um, Again, patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast to learn more. And a uh, very special thanks to some of our newest members, Freya and Venus and Paula and Hope. And uh, uh, let's see, who else is, who else is new? Uh, that was just this month. Uh, who's new for last month? Lots of, of other new people. And I want to say a shout out to, uh, look, uh, Jen and Lynn and Heather and Bree and Kat and... Uh, Marla and Krissa 
Look at all these people who, who've jumped into the show. Isn't that this fabulous? Has been just fantastic. Yes. Uh, Shoshana and uh, Mark and Justin and Kat and Arnbjorn uh, and Laura and Anna. They're just, they just keep coming. Thank you all so much for jumping on board and helping us uh, to continue to thrive and do this show. We could not do it without you. All right, Nikki. Let's get accountable. Well, I'm just, I want to set up the April uh, shows because I came up with this really creative topic name. Oh, do tell. Category name. All right. In April, we're going to talk about productivity stuff. Do you like it? Is it? Did you hire like a new crack team of marketing monkeys to help you come up with that? There's a crack team. Yeah, you like that productivity? <laughs> I do very much. Productivity stuff. I got to yeah. tell you because I was going around and around it because I'm thinking, okay, well, today we're going to talk about accountability, and then in the next couple of weeks we're going to talk about planning, and we've got a guest coming up who's going to be talking with you about technology, and and uh, it was such a wide variety, but it's all kind of still. It has to do with productivity that I was just like, you know, it's productivity stuff. It is. So there it's you just go. Pro- it's better than goo, productivity yeah. goo. Yeah, it's stuff. So yes, but today, oh, dear. today we're going to talk about how accountability partners work. Uh, but I got to mm-hmm. tell you, I don't love the word accountability. I'm not a big fan. And so for my own purpose, I'll tell you in a minute, but for my own purpose, when we're talking today, I'm going to be referring the accountability partner as an AC partner (laughs) because I like that better. Okay. The AC partner. The AC partner. Well, what do you think about the word accountability when you think about it, when you hear it? Well, um, I don't know. It is uh, a word that has... It's. I guess it's a little bit divisive because it conjures this. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe a manufactured sort of allegiance, or like if you're a parent, like it's that word gets tossed around. I think related to maybe discipline mm-hmm. uh, right. and and punishment or something, and you need to be held accountable for your actions, yes. and that that kind of feels gross. It's like it's like the ADHD. Our sense of the use of it has been appropriated. <laughs> it is. It has been. I agree. If that's a, yeah. if that's a word, uh, yeah. <laughs> what about so? I can't. It, well, it, it is a word. Yeah. But the issue is, like, maybe it is not an. Maybe the where this is a watershed moment. Maybe it's not accountability part buddy, but a productivity partner. A <gasps> pee pee. Productivity <laughs> partner. The <laughs> glee on your face when you just said pee-pee is maybe a bridge too far, but a productivity partner may be what we're actually talking okay, about. Okay, we're gonna like um trademark that. So if you heard it, you heard it here. And, That's right. And that uh, we're trademarking it. So productivity yes. partner. Okay, everybody, you heard it here on take control activity partner mm-hmm. i'm gonna put a little do, tm do you on have there. a pp trademark do you have a pp <laughs> <laughs> and and in discord now we can have pp sessions <laughs> <laughs> okay 
okay, this is not going where I mm. expected it to go. This is great. This is yeah. exactly where I was hoping it would go. <laughs> Nailed right. it. Okay. Okay. So moving on. Your productivity partner. Yeah. So uh, keep going. Well, you're, you're, why you don't like accountability. Yeah, and it's actually a lot of what you were saying, because all I hear is my mom saying, you need to be held accountable, young lady. <laughs> Does she listen to this show? Because I want to make sure she hears your impression of her. <laughs> I know. And I don't know if she's ever actually said that to me, but that is mm-hmm. how I, sen- you know, that's how I, I sense that or... um feel that word, just like you were saying. It's like, you have to be held accountable for your actions, right? And it does have this kind of this negative um, piece to it. You know, and it's also one of those things that if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you are going to get in trouble and you're going to, you you have failed. Like, you yeah. just have failed, right? So uh, that's something that is kind of messy about it. But What's, what I think is so fascinating about this word uh, is one of the benefits of my coaching sessions of working with me as a coach is accountability and yeah. check-ins and text messages and, you know, finding out how things are going throughout the week. So for the time that you're working with, with me as a coach, or, and I'm sure other people who work with other coaches, you see them as your accountability partner. And uh, so it's kind of a confusing message. You know, is this a good thing or is it a bad thing? And like you said, I think we, in, in our uh, work, we've, we've made it to be a positive thing. You know, yeah. it's a productivity yeah. thing, which is good. Right. You're going to say I'm a joke, thinking, and I know you can't. I know you are because I can tell. No, I just want you to know I'm always spinning. It's, is it a partner or a pal? Maybe it's a productivity pal. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> it is. Maybe it's a, pro- yeah, productivity so pal. <laughs> let's, uh, so let's, let's ta- uh, unravel a little bit about, about what the benefits are to having yeah. a, a, a a productivity pal. Well, and there is a lot of things here that we have to really unravel because um, it is confusing. Is unravel a word? Yes, that's okay. also a word. Because when I was doing this yeah. outline last week, I was trying to figure out if that was really a word. And I knew you would yeah. know if that was a oh, word. Oh, it's definitely, not. yeah. Yeah, unwrap. Unequivocally, it's it's a... Do you like unwrap or unravel better? Oh, I like unravel. I think unravel insinuates the complexity of the issue. Yes, and that's what that's this kind is. Of part many layers, many, many strands layers. to follow. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. let me just kind of paint a picture here. So at the end of a coaching session, when you're working with me, uh, my clients will have something that they want to focus on for the week, right? So it's something that they want to work on, and it's different for everyone. Um, and you know, the client and I have worked through what they want or what their focus is and and they've committed to it. And uh, one of the things I'll ask is, how, how can I best support you this week? What kind of accountability do you need? And I can tell you that most of my clients will come to coaching wanting some kind of accountability because there's this belief that they really can't do things on their own, even though they can. Um, but they feel like they need that little push, which actually... Accountability can be really positive when you are working on something new, you know, you're trying to get into the habit of something. Um, it can be a really, as we know, very supportive. Uh, it provides you that extra support, reminders, motivation, whatever it may be. 
But I've also had clients, Pete, who fear accountability. And probably for the same reasons, you know, you fear your mother. Well, yes. And they don't know how to use that part of the service. They really don't have any idea what that means or, or how, how that can work uh, for them. And it makes them anxious. And I've had people tell me that, you know, when you check in, it makes my anxiety go high. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And they don't know how to answer. And especially because if my questions are too broad, just like, oh, how's your day going? Um, I had one gal recently just ask me, do you want me to really tell you how my day is going? Or, yeah. or do you want me just to tell you it's fine? Right. So it's like, how much detail do you actually say? And so, that, again, it's just really messy. Um so, and, and one of the things we know is that these sort of accountability relationships don't work if they're not authentic, right? If you right. start lying to yourself and or others, it's not going to be effective. Well, that's exactly right. And uh, and that's why, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this, but it's so important that you trust whoever it is that you are working with, uh, yeah. because it is a fine balance between, you know... Um, having that support and feeling supported versus feeling judged and I have failed and I don't want to tell you because I have failed, right? So right. having uh, the conversation up front about what accountability means to you um, really becomes a very big part of it working. So whether you're working with a coach or you're working with somebody else, uh, you want to make sure that you talk about what it is that you really need from each other, you know, because it is going to be different and it could change too. So as you go along in a project and you want some check-ins, it's going to be, it's probably going to look different from the beginning of something you're working on versus the middle and then also versus the end. So we want to keep communication open and keep having those conversations. Um, so really, I just want people to think about, well, where would I use an accountability partner. I've talked about this with exercise and health where I had an accountability, my co my, uh, the, my trainer was my accountability partner. And mm -hmm. it was really helpful because I never knew when he was going to text me and I didn't want to have to tell him I just had Chinese food for dinner or for lunch or whatever. Right. Like, right, right. so it made me think before I ate something like, okay, well, if he checks in with me, I would really rather say I had this like chicken salad, <laughs> you know, um, and, and what do I want to do here? So it is important to kind of think about what, what, is my purpose? Am I looking to start a new routine? What does this look like for me? Uh, what do I need them to ask? You know, what what do I need to check in with them? Whatever. So, what's interesting about that is that you did you ever see any of the old Pink Panther movies? No. Oh, Nikki. All right. So Inspector Clouseau always had, uh, he has had, a, you know, then it was like a manservant, right? He drove mm -hmm. him around. He carried him around. It was like a chauffeur kind of butler type guy. But he also was a martial arts master. And they had in their relationship, um, you know, whenever Clouseau would come home to his apartment, his trusty, you know, butler would attack him and surprise him like with kung fu and they would have these extraordinary fight sequences in the apartment um <laughs> and it was to keep his skills sharp right right and i always think of that relationship when it comes to uh, accountability partnership or or productivity pals like 
for some people, you may need that act of surprise kind of in the back of your head to keep you moving forward as motivation. And to other people, it may genuinely feel like you're being attacked. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's why we have to know which one you fall into and which one you need because you're going to have a different kind of partnership. And the other thing that I think is really important that we understand, and it's hard to explain, is that when you have an accountability um, or a what did we call productivity pal? Productivity pal. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is the best thing we've done in a long time. Productivity pal. Uh, it's not just about getting the task done because that's where we really fall into a trap. If oh, the yeah. only thing I'm doing is saying, Pete, how did your morning routine go today? Did you do it? No, I didn't do it. Oh, Pete, you must feel really bad about that. Yeah, right. And then we're, <laughs> then we're in just in shame. Yeah, right. So yeah. it has to be more than just about what the end result is. And I, and I am going to talk more about this in just a second, but I want to bring that up. I want to plant that seed that it's more than just about getting the task done. Uh, but what I do want us to talk a little bit more right now is what to look for in accountability partner because you can't lie to them. Just like you said earlier, it's not going to do you any good to, to lie to them. So you need to find somebody who you're really going to trust and somebody that you can be honest with. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, you don't want somebody to be like a drill sergeant, <laughs> you know, right. um, but you also, want to make sure that somebody is comfortable enough to say, hey, what's going on here? You know, what's getting Mm -hmm. in the way of you getting this done? Is it not a priority anymore? You know, did did you switch focus? Like you also have to have somebody be willing to question what's going on. Yeah. And I think that that's a really important point because the best productivity relationships that I've ever had the act of actually checking off the box that is done Mm -hmm. is a very small part of that relationship. It really is. So much of that relationship is about what does it take to keep you in a provocative enough mindset that you continue to move, that you continue to move forward. Whether you finish the thing today or tomorrow or when you'd originally agreed to get it done matters less than you are moving. That's productivity, right? The act of movement is so important. And somebody who's going to be your pal in this process is going to understand that, that it's not just checking in to make sure you've done a thing, but to help you and develop a relationship over a t- over time right. to understand why and how you do the things you do. That's exactly it. It's looking for those patterns and trying to help them with those uh, things that, that come up for them. And I think it's also important to say, I've had a bad day. I had these things come up that I wasn't expecting. And I'm going to let it all go. I'm going to let the to-do list go. And I'm going to start again tomorrow. Like that is totally fine. Again, it's not about checking the box. It's just about the journey that you're going through and, and the systems you're trying to build. So it is really important, I think, to, to find somebody that you can talk to. And, uh, you know, it's also important that you're not doing it for them. Um, right. and that's tricky too, because I find that with my clients as well, it's a very fine line where oh, I want to do this because I know you're going to be asking, but they can't, they shouldn't be doing it for me. They need to be doing it for themselves because honestly, for me, 
it doesn't, I mean, it matters to me what they do or don't do, but it really, like the end result doesn't matter to me. Like, does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Like if you didn't do it, that's not going to bother me any more than if you did do it or any less. Like it doesn't bother me. Like that's not my role is to figure out. That's a really important thing. You just said something that I think makes even more sense to me now, which is why account another reason accountability doesn't work. You are not accountable to me. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You are not a. I'm not your boss. I'm not like. I'm not the person who pays you or needs this done for a particular project. We're accountability partners. We're productivity partners because we both exist in the space to move our individual things forward. Yes. I, you don't need to answer to me for anything. Mm-hmm. And a, a great productivity relationship is not about answering to that person. Exactly. That's exactly it. And uh, and it's not about us. Right. It is about you. It's about the person, you know, who's growing and, and going through mm-hmm. this journey. So absolutely. The other thing I would say about um, accountability or just productivity pals, <laughs> don't be afraid to fail. Um, there was a client. In fact, he was on our show. Um, Marcos was on our show earlier. He was sure. one of the, the uh, listeners that talked about his story. And we were talking about something and, and, uh, He's in the robotics field. So there's a lot of trial and error. And he said, you know, I'm not afraid to fail. And I just was like, wow, that is such a great thing to say and such a great thing to believe. And and to to look at failure as a positive because now he knows what doesn't work. I can learn from it and I'm going to keep looking and being curious about what works. Right, right. Well, and that's super important. And I think particularly in science and engineering fields, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, or or mathematics, um, failure is simply a state. Mm -hmm. There's no emotion to it, Mm -hmm. right? Something either passes a particular gate or it fails to pass a particular gate. And that just means that you've learned something new. Right. Uh, It's not about, we have reconditioned the word failure to personalize it, Mm -hmm. to give it emotional weight when we do something bad. Mm -hmm. And I think you can learn a lot from how a scientist uh, approaches a failed state. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because there's no emotion to it. It's just a data point. You just keep moving on, right? right? You just keep going. Just in summary, I think, you know, being a really good partner or pal, uh, we want to, we want to encourage each other to be very curious about, about what's going on and, and just no judgment. And, you know, if you're not working with a trained coach, that's okay. Just be sure you have an open and honest conversation with the person that, that is partnering with you because it's just, it's going to be better for everyone if, if you're clear with what, uh, what feels good to you. Uh, there are some things though, some concrete things that I want to talk about, um, on how to set yourself up for success. You ready for that? I I am. Yeah. And it's around that communication. It's I can't emphasize it enough. Set up a meeting uh, to go over what you need. And if you're going to be an, I said AC partner, but partner pal, par, uh, productivity, productivity partner pal. pal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> productivity partner. It's a PPP. It's a PPP. Uh, <laughs> to them, what do they need so that it can be, you know, reciprocated? however they want it to be. Yeah. Right. right. I, you know, in terms of, can we just talk just, I don't want to hijack this, but I just want to talk a little bit about what makes a great, I guess we are talking about that. What makes a great productivity partner. And the one thing I would add is sometimes if you're not working with a coach, 
sometimes people think, oh, I'll just have my friend do it. Sometimes your friends aren't the best people to be your productivity pals. Right. In fact, I would say, well, and husbands and wives and partners are usually not the best accountability partners oh, either. Oh, for crying out loud. No, let's not, yeah. not spouses. Right, right. <laughs> so I do, you know, I think that is that is a good point of how do you choose and, and um, how do you know it's going to be effective? And, you know, I would say the first place to go, if you're in a community like ours with Patreon, or you, you're in another ADHD community, hook up with another ADHDer because that can be really helpful. Um, because you guys get each other. You don't have to explain anything. Like, you know, you'll, you'll be able to say, well, I need you to check in with me every day for the next five days. Okay, great. Just set a reminder to do it. You well, know? what I like about that is you've just said something really important that your productivity pal doesn't have to be a years long relationship. No. It can be, hey, I just need to match up with somebody for this week. Yep. Can somebody take on the commitment of helping me Monday, Wednesday, and Friday so that I get through this project? This project, right, right. Yeah. So definitely, I, I think find people that you connect with. Coworkers can be good if you're not afraid of them being judgy. Right. So you have to be careful that they're not judging you. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I think you just have to find somebody that you trust and that you can be honest about your ADHD because you need to talk about your ADHD because it's going to come up. I mean, it is going to be yeah. part of the, you know, getting things done, whether you're having a hard time getting started or whatever it might be. So I, I would talk to somebody that you can be open about that uh, with them as well. Um, but definitely set up that meeting. And then I would also say when you're, setting the expectations. Do you want to meet with them weekly? Do you want to check in daily? Is it better to do that text or email? What do you want me to say? You know, um, do you want me to ask about something very specific? What is that? You know, just don't guess. Don't guess. Yeah, just ask. Right. Um, some people, so originally when we were going to do this show, we had, a, um, a couple of people in mind that had a partnership that they did. And, and unfortunately they're not, uh, doing that partnership anymore. And I don't know why, and I'm not good, you know, doesn't matter. <laughs> it was just ironic timing. <laughs> it was ironic timing and it is okay to switch up your peepees. <laughs> Yes, switch your peepees. It's okay to do that. So if you need to, it's okay. Um, but this is the thing. This is what they did from what I was told is they would text each other in the morning and they would say, you know, these are the top three things I'm working on today. And then in the evening, they would share the results. And I have actually seen students do this um, with other students. They'll have like a little study group or whatever and they'll have a, a group chat and they'll do that with them too. So it can be, you know, it's very open on how you can do this, but it's just that little check-in, you know, this is what I'm doing. It's in the universe. This person knows, mm -hmm. and this is how it ended up. Um, body double sessions, you know, study halls, these are accountability sessions, right? Because even though um, it's not the same kind of ongoing relationship, Having a body double helps you get things done. So it, it falls into the productivity partner for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So if you can body double with someone, focus mate, man, Pete, I wish we had invented that. Yeah. I, I really wish I had invented that. Like you and I had, like, you know, 
put our brains together and say, hey, let's do this because it's a, such a smart idea. Um, but if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out their website. It's called focusmate.com and you actually can set an appointment with someone else. They do all the matchmaking and you can have, you know, like an hour focus session and you say hi to the person and you tell them what you're working on and they work on it and your body doubles. So it works really nicely. You can do that in our Discord. I think it's free, right? Too. I think, I think it's, it's, it's free for free. so many sessions and then I think you yeah. have to pay for it. Yeah. Um and then I mean, but you know, Discord, we're trying to to do something like that with our Patreon. Uh, members too, having the accountability channel open for people to say, hey, come work with me. So, Which note, we need to change the name of that channel. We do. We need to call it Productivity yeah. Pals. Yeah, we do. <laughs> totally need to do that. Uh, so, But that can also be something that can be really helpful. And it can be something that you do with your Productivity Pal is they mm-hmm. can check in with you during the week, but you can also body double with them and get things right. done too. Uh, so that's how that works. Uh, benefits. Oh, benefits. There's so many great benefits uh, when you have a partnership like this with someone. Because first of all, you're not alone. You're not right. alone. You know, um, you can tell this person the the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? You can, you can share your successes. I love hearing successes from my clients. In fact, I will often ask them to tell me what they are because they don't recognize them enough. So, you know, seeing that, being um, supported when you are challenged. Uh, and again, if you're working with another ADHD or it's just nice to know that they understand, you know, and they get you. Um, but it also builds confidence because when you have this kind of system set up, you are getting things done and you're probably doing things in a way that maybe you haven't done before. Or you're really getting out of the comfort zone. You're getting more done than maybe you would have if you were by yourself. And that builds confidence. You know, you can see what you can do and you that feels good. Uh, and the results. I mean, I think it builds confidence and you get those results, big and small, because you're constantly moving the needle, even if it means I'm, you know, I'm, I'm shutting down today. And I'm going to rest and I'm going to start to again tomorrow. To me, that is moving the needle because you're recognizing what you need and you're not pushing yourself to do something that you don't want to do, can't do, and, you know, really won't do anyway. And so don't feel right, bad right. about it. Right. Well, and, and the act of, you know, it's like, it, how do we learn? We teach like the act of talking about the things that we're doing, even if your productivity partner has no idea the what what it is that you do or what you need to do. The act of talking about it helps to build that inertia for you. It'll help center your brain on the things that you actually need to do. It'll keep you moving forward because there will always be that thing that you just talked about, that you were just thinking about in order to recontextualize it for your productivity partner. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's an important use. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of things, uh, a couple more things I should say. Getting started, when you have an, a, a productivity pal, and you are having a really hard time getting started on something, just texting them and saying, hey, I'm going to do this in five minutes. I'm going to text you in a half hour. That can mm-hmm. make a big difference on just getting you started on something. So we want to build that momentum and uh, and again, having that support. The last thing I want to say is that there is so much you can learn about yourself when you have this kind of partnership because, you know, things don't go as planned. We know that. 
Um, uh-huh. And things are harder than sometimes we expect them or they take longer than what we expect them to. We get distracted. So you're able to really learn more about yourself and reflect on really what did get in the way. You know, what really did happen here? And that's where the gold is, right? Mm-hmm. That's where you really can figure out how, what do I need to do here? What do I need to ch- change? What do I need to tweak? What do I need to delegate? You know, because now you're really learning more about yourself than what you would have if you were just trying to push through it. And, uh, and you learn about your ADHD. And so what I'm hoping for people who are listening to this is that they can go into the spiral of acceptance instead oh, of shame. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like it. That's, I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Well, um, this is, I, you know, as always, I think these episodes where we're kind of recontextualizing a term are important. And I hope you uh, are able to get something out of this and help you're able to, to uh, you know, use, f- find a way to, to find and use a productivity partner to help you get things done and feel better about the things that you are doing. We sure appreciate you downloading and listening to this show. We appreciate your time and your attention. If you want to talk about it, uh, head over to the Show Talk channel in our Discord server. You can join us right there by becoming a supporting member at the deluxe level. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. We'll see you right back here next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. 